Praise the Lord, I want to read to you this morning from Psalm 96. Really just saying in verse 10, Say among the nations that the Lord reigns. Say among the nations that Jesus is Lord. You know, we've ghettoized the gospel. We have, uh, we say things, we proclaim things, we sing our songs within the four walls of church, within metaphorically and, and literally the four walls of our, our churches. But do we say it among the nations? You know, we have this thing going on sometimes, oh, we don't want to cast our perils before swine. But we are commanded to preach the gospel. The gospel is that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's the good news message that we share. I'm going to show you that from Romans chapter 10. Uh, and it says in Romans chapter 10, and this is amazing stuff. Uh, and we ought, to, we ought to live in this, uh, these passages until we get this message, folks, that preaching the Lordship of Jesus is our central message. You know, I used to have a rule um, of thumb, and, and it was very much that if, it, you know, I always only preach what God gives me. I don't have my ideas for preaching. So I'll wait until the Holy Spirit gives me a message, sometimes up to the last minute, sometimes he gives me, in, in one case I remember, months in advance. But what I, want to, what I want to say to you is that I had a rule that I, that I made with myself, is that if I didn't get a message, I didn't pick something up in the Spirit, my default message would be to preach on the Lordship of Jesus, because that is the Gospel. Now, it says here, in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Or some translations have it like this, if you confess that Jesus is Lord. And that's the meaning in the Greek. If you will say with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. You know, we, we, we sometimes have all these four steps and, you know, uh, seven steps and so on to salvation. But the simple message of salvation is if you believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead and confess with your mouth that he is Lord you shall be saved. You know, we talk about repentance for folks. You must repent. A lot of people don't need to hear that repentance message. They're already ready. They've already had that rethink in their hearts to say, what I'm doing isn't good enough. I need Jesus. So speaking that Jesus is Lord, that is what will regenerate the heart of a man or woman or child. Isn't that fabulous? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it, isn't it glorious? to think that that simple declaration, three words, Jesus is Lord, can change your entire nature from uh, Adamic to Christ. Uh, regeneration, the new birth, born from above. Then it goes on to say in verse 13, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, uh, reference to Joel chapter 2, verse 32. But then it says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? You see, we, we complain, we moan, we whinge even, that the nations, or our nation, is not... And I'm, I'm here in Scotland, and, and I hear a lot of people complaining about the state of Scotland, the state of Britain, 
And, and, you know, if we complain that our nation or the place we live in is not godly, is not righteous, has, has no justice, is full of corruption and full of darkness and full of sin, then we simply have to ask the question, have we proclaimed that Jesus is Lord to our nation? Verse 14 says, How then shall they call him who have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? If they haven't heard that Jesus is Lord, how do you expect them to act like he is? How do you expect your nation to be governed by the Lordship of Jesus if you haven't said among the nation that Jesus is Lord, that God reigns, that Yahweh reigns? Verse 15 says, How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written... And this is from Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7. It says, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Or we could say, How, how beautiful upon the mountains, uh, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace or the good news message. How beautiful are they, those feet? that preach. In other words, you have to go and you have to preach. And that's from Isaiah 52 verse 7. And so let's go back and track that back to the actual verse in Isaiah because Paul only partially quotes this verse where it says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings. That's in Isaiah. It doesn't mention mountains over in Romans. It just says, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach. We see mountains in Scripture, or mountain in Scripture in this context, is, is a metaphor for powers, i.e. nations, kingdoms, empires. Um, we could call it the EU, we could call it France, Britain. Nations, and uh, if you want to say it this way, confederation of nations, systems, political systems, um, that... And, and scripture represents them by the word mountain. So we could say this, how beautiful upon the nations of the world are the feet of him that brings good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation. See, the salvation message is a lordship message because it says here, that saith unto Zion, thy God reigneth. Now, what this is saying is that the people of God, their God reigns. But that message has to be upon the mountains, upon the nations. In other words, we, we are obligated, and, and Paul references us here as, as the gospel, as does Isaiah, but doesn't say in Paul's thing here, uh, thy God reigns. But he already has said it, hasn't he, by saying if you confess that Jesus is Lord. So this is, this is a lordship message. This gospel message is a lordship message. It's a message to the nations. And it has to be said among the nations, this is what we must tell the nations, brothers and sisters, that Jesus is Lord. It's so important. Then it says here, if you see among the nations the Lord reigns, it, means, it says the world is established so that it cannot be moved. This brings stability to the nations. Then it says, he shall, I'm reading from the Amplified here, he shall judge and rule the people righteously and with justice. In other words, if you want to see the kingdom, if you want to see the, the dominion of God, 
if you want to function as the ecclesia of God, which means governmental assembly, which means a parliament bringing laws and rules and the reign of God into the earth, if you want to see that manifest in the earth, if you want to see the manifestation of it in your nation, in your country, in your city, in your street, in your house, if you want to see it, you have to speak that message. Jesus is Lord. You have to pray it. You have to proclaim it. You have to preach it. You have to teach it. You have to say among the nations that the Lord reigns. You know, the King James has it to say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. Now, that word heathen has connotations, but one of the connotations it has, and it simply does mean in the Hebrew, simply nations, okay? But one of the connotations it has is, is nations that are opposed to God or people that are opposed to God, the heathen. You know, we talk about that. And it's an old-fashioned word, but it's a great word to describe what we're talking about. If you want to convert the heathen, if you want to transform the nations, if you want to bring salvation and the rule of God in the earth, you have to say among the people of the nations, tell them, Jesus is Lord. It's a simple message, this. Uh, it's so simple, yet it's so profound. And sometimes we, we bypass the simple because we're looking for something spectacular or something complex. But, you know, that simple message, and I don't apologise for saying it's simple, it's a message that the world needs to hear. It's the message that people need to be told. It's the message that has to be said among the nations. Jesus Christ is Lord. It's the gospel message. It's a good news message. And when people hear, and this is the thing, this is devastate this message to the kingdom of darkness. Why do you think that they, they, they try to suppress the voice of the church? They try to close church. They try to, you know, minimize the voice of church. They try to ghettoize us, keep us in our little church corner, you in your small corner and I in mine. Well, we need to burst out of our corners and we need to say to the nations and find creative ways to say it and express it. Jesus is Lord. We pray it, we proclaim it, we preach it, we teach it, we, we just continue to say it. Why? Because you get what you preach. Simple as that. And remember that the Bible says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Let me just share this with you uh, because um, this, this is a scripture that's been greatly in my heart uh, for a long, long time because, because it's, it's a fundamental. It's in Revelation chapter 12 and it speaks about, watch this, I heard a loud voice, verse 10, saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. That's what we want, salvation, strength, and the kingdom of our God. Now, how do those things come? By preaching Jesus as Lord. And the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Verse 11, they overcame him, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And watch this, by and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. The blood and the word of our testimony. Now what is our testimony? The testimony of Jesus. And what is the testimony of Jesus? It's the spirit of prophecy. A lot of people right now talking about the prophets, that they get things wrong and 
how can you trust prophets and should we trust prophets all that listen the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy you want a prophetic word here it is jesus is lord because it's an eternal truth an eternal reality and as you proclaim it as it is released from your mouth it becomes the game changer in the nations because it begins to manifest when you speak it jesus is lord is the spirit of prophecy it's the testimony of jesus who he is what he is who we are in him who he is in us and through us he is lord and he's made us kings and priests unto him and that kingdom is released through our words through our mouths as we proclaim it. jesus is lord let it be in your lips let it be in your heart let it be saturating your thinking today friends and we will see the manifestation of it as we go forward. Amen.